Hello and welcome to the very first episode of Diet and Mental Health, where I'll be talking about how eating well significantly changed my own mental health and some of my friends. And so I'll be mainly focusing on uh, university, specifically first year, because that seems to be the time when um, most people kind of get thrown into this era of freedom and be given this meal card and not really, really be taught how to use it uh, the right way. And I really wanted to make this podcast because in my first year experience, like there was nothing really out there for me to learn how to eat healthy or like kind of stop myself uh, from making these uh, bad choices, Um, eating uh, these sugary foods and snacks uh, whenever I wanted or like as a sort of like a comfort food all the time. And so when we're handed these meal cards, there's really no health um, advice given on the side. And I feel like it's mostly just to benefit the food places on campus and doesn't really benefit the students itself. So from my firsthand experience, uh, campus didn't really have a lot of healthy options. There was only like a handful of of places where you could go to get, uh, you know, like salads or low calorie um, uh, foods such as, I don't know, like uh, healthier wraps or um, let's say the Indian food and so on and what i did notice was even when you were trying to go to get a snack especially tim hortons on campus didn't really have those uh food options it was mostly those sugary snacks and their coffees and iced coffees were filled with sugar and it was just really hard to kind of be able to find something convenient and accessible on campus that was healthy and i think that's a major problem because a lot of the students that don't really know what, how to eat healthy um, don't have the ability to to some extent because what they only have access to is these um, unhealthy foods. And um, even when they go to, let's say, places like La Pizza or like Mini Mac, their snack options are all chocolate chips, candy and ice cream. There was rarely the case where I was able to find something that was you know, low calories or something that um, didn't give me a sugar rush. and. Um, it was basically very hard to kind of uh, navigate my through my way through campus to find something that was accessible and healthy. So um, yeah, I found out I found that most uh, campus foods was was actually comfort food, uh, the the ones that were most accessible at least. And uh, what I really found was even Bridges, the only vegetarian place on campus, it it, it wasn't the most um, how do you say it, the aesthetically pleasing place. It to me it's it sort of smelled funny. And I didn't really like the environment that um, they kind of portrayed is kind of like this basement dark vibes. And overall, the more nicer places on campus tend, uh, tended to sell the most um, unhealthy things. And so overall, there's really nothing to kind of teach you to eat healthy and transitioning from high school to university is a big jump. And some people don't really learn how to cook or eat properly. And they're kind of just stuck uh, with the food options they have. And with studying and exams, it's very hard to kind of go out of your way and um, find all these things. And f- from my experience, uh, my roommate uh, was actually not <laughs> the mo- the best influence for me uh, because, uh, you know, we just even though we'd work out, uh, he'd be eating a lot of unhealthy food. He really liked, you know, Pop-Tarts and eating sugary foods, you know, double cheeseburger wraps. And it didn't really um, resonate with me to some extent because I didn't really have the metabolism that he had. So... I was kind of leaning on towards a freshman 15 and the whole point of this podcast is basically to uh, drive away from that and teach um, first year students how to not kind of be a victim to freshman 15. So I was able to actually uh, dive into some uh, scientific information here and find um, why it's really important to eat healthy overall. 
So one study showed that um, basing this score on a healthy diet, people with a healthier diet tended to have a better mental health overall. And I found that this is sort of like a cycle because uh, there's studies that actually show that sugar can be very addicting. And these high processed foods that have tiny amounts of sugar give you these tiny dopamine rushes that kind of keep you happy throughout the day. And in terms of the university experience, you know, like you got stress from these exams, uh, midterms, and it doesn't really work towards helping you eat healthier just because you're kind of searching for that little dopamine rush through snacks and high sugary foods. And the cycle doesn't end up um, helping you at all. It makes you even a little, you're, it does not help your mental health overall. So you begin to rely on these foods to kind of get these rushes to make you happy. And at the end of the day, you crash and you're not really feeling all that well about yourself. And so moving on, um, some other studies showed that uh, sugar is actually related to increases of rates of depression amongst young people. And uh, most of these mental health disorders stem from young ages. So essentially when we're entering university, that's kind of the uh, window of um, where these uh, mental health disorders kind of stem from. And it takes about five years for it to settle in. So you might not notice it uh, significantly uh, right away, but um, by the end of your fourth year, if you're still not, you know, eating healthy, you're probably going to notice a slight decline in your mental health, not being able to sleep well, you know, not being able to pay attention in class, uh, not being able to study for a long amount of time. And overall, there's, there's just a slight decline. But the good thing is, within a year, if you were able to, you know, change your ways and eat healthier, within a year, you'd be able to see a huge difference in your mental health. Especially for me, I was able to um, kind of after my nutrition class, although it was kind of sad because it took me that uh, until second year to realize how important healthy eating is. And I was able to find out that, you know, counting your calories, um, eating less sugar, less processed food kind of led to uh, being more mentally aware of your food and therefore being more mentally and more physically healthy. And that kind of related to how I was able to, you know, use my energy to you know study work out uh throughout my whole day whereas before in first year i would just have these crashes all the time and didn't feel like studying and that obviously reflected my grades so um i really wanted to uh, dive deep into the science of it so it wasn't just my experience it was kind of backed by science and um the studies that i looked at basically showed that uh, evidence that sugar intake from sweet foods and beverages increases the chance of incident mood disorders in men. So with a high prevalence of mood disorders and sugar intake, commonly two to three times the level recommended, uh, found that um, it basically led to the start of men- mental health disorders such as depression and many more. So to prevent this uh, cycle from kind of leading you to be depressed throughout your university experience, it's very important to basically pay attention to what you're eating before, you know, kind of stemming into this uh, path. So I really wanted to share my experience along with my friends, just to get you guys an idea of how it is, um, how, how, how important it is to basically uh, turn your ways around and make sure that you're eating healthy before it, you know, turns for the worse. Without further ado, I want to invite my good friend Omid to go over our experience and how we transition over to a better and more healthier lifestyle. You good, Omid? Yeah, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Let's get right into the news. So we're good to go? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to start in three, two, 
one. Hey, Omid, thanks for joining us. Um, so we're just here to talk about how our university experience um, in terms of, you know, eating habits and the meal card, how it overall affected our mental health and how we like came to kind of just figure things out on our own and, um, okay. you know, how it really played out. So, yeah. So I just wanted to ask, like, in terms of first year, like, how did you feel coming into, you know, coming onto campus and being handed a meal card? Like, what was that experience? Well, initially, I just felt like I was rich, you know, I, before my diet was all dependent on my family and you know, what they cooked and everything. And, you know, eating out was a rare, uh, I don't know, occurrence, I guess. It, it was just a, it was a special occasion. Whereas now... Yeah it was essentially the only way I was eating. <laughs> if I wanted to eat, I was eating out. Um, and there were healthier options, you know, on campus, but you, you, it was limited. you see a pizza and you look at a salad. Yeah. And think, well, <laughs> I like, mean, pizza. It, yeah. <laughs> but, it's like trusting like a 10 year old with 20 bucks and then leaving them at oh, the mall, and you know, central would come out with like daily burger, like special burgers. And I'm like, oh, well, wow. I got to try it. It's, it's, oh this is happening once every week, you know, like yeah. I, I want the special burger uh, and it like, it repeats every week, but after I had the burger and the next week on Monday, they come out with the same burger. I'm like, well, I like that burger. Maybe you should try it again. <laughs> see see <laughs> what else is new on the menu. Just ate a bur- burgers for like a month. <laughs> and, like, uh, I remember the, what's it called? The, the cheeseburger wrap. They let you double up on yeah. the meat. The bacon and That's everything. The, they shouldn't oh. allow it. It should not be allowed, but they, like, they let you do anything. Oh, my God. They should not have let us do that, let alone our roommate, Anthony. Oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> See, the thing was, he was the original, like, uh, since I knew him from high school. So yeah. we, we started, we were working out throughout the summer before we get, came to university. So it was already, yes, like, you know, set that, like, we're going to be workout partners. But the thing was, this guy, like, did not know how to eat, like, since his transition from high school to university, it felt like the freedom just overcame him. And it was kind of hard because like I was spending like all day, 24 hours with him. And obviously I was going to be yeah. sucked into his like habits because, you know, seeing a double cheeseburger wrap versus salad, obviously I'm going to choose like the one that he's going with. It just looks so good after a workout. Plus you can never cook quite what they like. You, you, Cause cooking, you can choose what goes into it so you can make food healthier. Yeah. The, you know, that was the first time we were learning to cook and we were, we were supposed to do it like, for our like, meals, like proper right. meals. Like before, at least myself, I'd cooked, but it was like, you know, it's a small thing or like my mom's right next to me helping me out to make sure I don't mess it up. But now yeah. I'm expected to you know, cook for myself and feed myself and uh, I can never make anything that matches up to the quality I could get from one of the yeah. places on campus. So I'd like my, if I want to eat good food, like tasting, not necessarily for me, but just tasty food. Yeah, the thing was like literally there was zero options on campus for you to, not really zero options, but like imagine if there was a grocery store on campus, how much mm-hmm. more beneficial that would be versus like these small little pop-up outlets that were basically just like, you know, like food trucks in the middle of campus with like, these greasy options yeah yeah it just didn't go so well together not a willy dog thing 
first oh year. <laughs> that was honestly the best and most expensive hot dog I've probably tasted. I don't even really like hot dogs that much. I prefer other food, but I was having Willie dogs like regularly. And yeah, and the, really the, the problem was accessibility. Like even if someone yeah. wanted to go out like, you know, off campus to buy groceries, they only really weaved into that like the end of our year when they started sending out buses to Fortino's. But even yeah. though, like, for example, your um, living situation, like you guys didn't really have a kitchen like right there. It was more so like yeah, we had a, a kitchen sh- one. Yeah, and that's like we shared with the whole floor. It that was uncomfortable. It really hard. Yeah, like for me, moving <laughs> moving in from like my own kitchen from my house to like a living space that like I'm sharing with like a whole floor, like that seemed a little disgusting to me, just because like people did not clean up after themselves. It, it was alone. like it was dirty, oh I, and plus I just didn't want to. It was a tiny room, and mm-hmm. I didn't know everyone on my floor, so I would yeah. like walk and see that there's one person that I don't know at all cooking on the burner and there are yeah. four other burners but I'm not gonna go stand like it's it's weirdly an intimate room I'm not <laughs> gonna stand that close to someone I don't know cook on the yeah. same stovetop and then I can't not talk to them but you know what if you know we don't jive I, I just don't want to meet new people in that context I'm hungry just let me cook <laughs> Yeah, the first time you showed me, I thought it was a closet or something because it was just so, like yeah, no windows, funny. like literally so small. And <laughs> it's man, a really oh, quick get to know someone. There's yeah. no place. It doesn't even make you feel good, you know. Like you're just stuck <laughs> in that rabbit hole. Like I'd rather you know go outside and get a willy dog because if a fire it, started in that room, it'd be burnt down in two minutes. Like oh, hundred percent. <laughs> and you but, know. Yeah. As soon as we started, you know, like, especially when we took, like, nutrition, that's when we were yeah. really starting to, like, pay attention to our calories. And that's when yeah, I that started. that was second to, year. Right, yeah. yeah. And, like, I, I, can, I could see the transition throughout the years, especially um, when we actually started going, like, grocery shopping together and actually doing those, like, you know, like, meal prepping together. That's when I started yeah, well, to notice that, yeah. Oh, sorry. Uh, I interrupted. But just one thing that was really important was getting off campus. Like living on campus, there was a lot of like you'd make a lot of excuses for yourself, you know, because yeah. it, it's more convenient, and that's the thing—the convenience of the unhealthy and like just the convenience of having a card that you you already paid this money, you gotta yeah. use it. So and it's, there, that, there's that level of convenience um, that you don't get when you're moved off campus because now going to the grocery store is the same amount of effort as going to campus or going to a restaurant. So it's, yeah, e- it's, a, it's a little easier to make that choice. Yeah. And once you basically finish your meal card, it's like ridiculously expensive to eat on campus. Oh. I guess like that, that sort of helped, it's, especially for you, you never ended up finishing your meal call meal, meal card. But f- yeah. for my case, unfortunately, since Anthony um, basically lost his card half the time and used mine most of the time so i literally finished mine like so much earlier and i got so mad at him i made him go replace his card and give me the the replacement like the cardboard one so that i could yeah. use it and the good thing was it didn't have his picture on it so they they never questioned me i just like yeah. showed them the they just inputted the numbers and it was all good to go but it was just so frustrating because yeah. his habits kind of just like you know influenced me in, in such a bad way because you know we'd go work out and then come back and yeah. eat as much as calories that we gained and I would just feel so like tired. I didn't want to like oh, do anything else. I remember else. the mental gymnastics we'd go through to excuse what we were doing. Like, oh, listen, I worked out this 
calories today so I can eat at least that much. Yeah, <laughs> and it, it, it was kind of like compensating for like what we worked out. Anything we had to say to make it feel like we were not being that unhealthy. Right. <laughs> but, oh, man. Uh, and, yeah. So, uh, like our first year was, I would say, arguably, even though it was my unhealthiest year of my life, I'd always been a little bit on the chunkier side, but that year was, whew, I really pushed the, pushed the limits. There was also this, like when I started, when I met you and Anthony and I started working out with you guys. So that was where it, like my healthier habits started technically, even though it was my worst year, it was also the year that set the foundation for me to start having healthier habits, starting to go to the gym. Um, I, I learned about, you know, counting calories uh, first year I learned about calories properly how many I should be having that stuff uh, and then second year when we took nutrition I learned about the like the micronutrients so not just macros anymore mm-hmm. uh, and, and started to be more health conscious <laughs> we started getting I, I had some money on my cards uh, my, my meal card left and and so we would get booster juices sometimes uh, and we'd get like the I hated it it tasted like grass but it was the um oh what was it called i, I know it, oh remember the, the the green one i told you about it's called the green hornet i made you try it, it once it, i had it like three times <laughs> but like the only reason i paid for it and drank it was because i knew it was going to be good for me uh and so like, that's why i would do it to myself but that that was when we started getting more yeah second year was when we started getting more health conscious i started hitting the gym properly first year i started it but second year i started joining you guys daily um as much as i could uh and yeah that was it was good to having friends that were doing these things because even though you guys were eating unhealthy and and I, i was eating unhealthy alongside you you guys from your previous experience working out um you guys looked good. You guys looked fine. Like maybe you weren't in the healthiest lifestyles, but you looked uh, looked how I wanted to look, right? And so, yeah. See, the issue was like for, from my end, I didn't mm-hmm. know to to what extent like how bad it was until I kind of lost the weight that I wanted to. Like it was kind of yeah. sad that I had to go through up until third year to kind of transition to like the you know the to the slimness that I wanted. And yeah. I'm just wondering, like freshman 15 is definitely there and it oh, could very well be prevented. It could be prevented. 15 like, but, is like yeah. a, an understate. Like I think that's a bare minimum. Like if you have an insane, yeah. like if you, if anyone ate like we did, um, it would be way more than 15. <laughs> oh, a hundred percent. Like, and the thing was, I would notice all these people from like the yeah. beginning of first semester until like second second semester, like summertime, it was yeah. just so noticeable that like everyone was comfort eating because of the stress from school. And literally oh, yeah. they know that it was, it was kind of like a cycle. Like once you didn't have your comfort food while you're studying, then it was kind of, you would get more stressed and depressed until yeah. you would have that comfort food. Then you would get that sudden rush of dopamine and back to it again. Like you would need yeah. just... And you're 10 steps away from all these like comfort foods. The oh, like libraries. I do libraries yeah. and sell like full on like teriyaki meals. Like, no. Right. 
it's a coffee like, maybe and like um, some some pastries but why a full-on teriyaki meal it, it gave me I, I get that the convenience of it is for students who are like staying there all day they need to have something to eat and they don't want to have to leave um for a long period of time so they just go up to the desk and get it but at the same time th- those meals aren't healthy like you look at any of their nutrition facts and you realize oh I'm just loading up on sodium right now. I, I'm just loading up um, just uh, carbs. And it, it gets you through it. And, you know, it even feels good to eat those foods because, of course, they do. It's a ton of carbs. But you you begin to, like, I started associating studying with, oh, okay, so I'm going to study near lunchtime and then have a massive lunch while I'm studying and then snack continuously through it. I started associating studying with food. Yeah. And it's just like sort of an addiction at that point. Yeah. Uh, and, and then I, I'd like later, like at, that night, go to my like room and I'd be getting changed to go to sleep. And, and I look at myself in the mirror and I'm like, I'm getting a little bit tubby. <laughs> like, what's going on here? And it, it would make me feel worse about myself. But then mm-hmm. the, the next day I, I'd wake up and then go to classes and I'm hungry. I got to eat something. So yeah, I, and you start I, like, craving like straight craving oh it it was like the first it was the first time i would get intense cravings for food because when i was at home i'd I'd be given food on i'd be having food on a regular basis i'd get my meals and then i'd have a snack in between It, it was fairly normal but my eating habits became like twisted first year where it was it was just i was pretty much eating all day if I wasn't in class or studying, I was, I was cooking and eating um, or buying yeah. food and eating. Um, and none of it was healthy. Um, yeah. And it would be a cycle because, you know, you feel bad. So you want to feel better. And if food makes you feel better, then you eat more of it. And then uh, you feel worse. And then you eat even more of it and you feel even worse. It's a dive, man. I used to, oh, pints of ice cream late night. Oh, my God. I remember Pint. when we'd... Um... Especially after like midterms or something, when we would like oh. completely bomb it. Yeah. Like, yeah. Let's just go get those, you know, Ben and Jerry tubs, which is like almost a thousand, more than a thousand calories for the whole thing. Crazy. And, and I never there doing mental gym, like math. Like, okay, I could excuse this because of this, 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 and I feel bad. It's only a hundred calories more than I should be having or something, but really it's like 500 calories and all added sugar. And uh. They don't really explain properly on the nutrition label. That it like if someone was to look at it at first glance, it just says a calorie count. But little do they know, it's like one fourth of the whole thing is yeah. five hundred calories, and we'd be having that whole thing. And so I just want to transition to like how we felt overall mm-hmm. moving to like you know moving off campus, living on our own, having to buy our own groceries, and having to cook for ourselves. And the like the transition through like our mental state from first year to let's say second and third year when we were at our best, like best yeah. feeling. Like I remember we were actually able to stay at the library for longer. We were more conscious about how we were spending our money. We were going campus. to regularly and actually doing the work after because we would go to the gym some days, do three things and be like, all right, I feel like uh, we did enough and then leave. <laughs> like, there were some days. Yeah, it was like, but second- the attention span was so much lower we would go and we'd be like, no, like we have to do the full work. What are we talking about? Yeah. <laughs> we do the full workout. And I'll say this, losing weight in second and third year and getting healthier. Um, 
it made me really like, I didn't realize how bad I was feeling first year until yeah. I re- I felt as good as I did in second and third year. It was in like hindsight that I realized how terrible I felt about myself and how terrible my mental health had gotten in first year until I got better in second and third year. Um, the the issue was, I thought it was just like, that's how it's supposed to be. You know, yeah. that's like the universe, that's university. You're just yeah. like basically sad and depressed all the time because yeah. you got all this work to do. You know, you, you sleep and want to do it. Think, well, that's yeah. the university thing, the university lifestyle, baby. But no, no, it's not that. Yeah, no. That's depression. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, it, it just all ties back to like how people don't know about it, especially going into first year and yeah. how, unex- how unaccessible it is to yeah. eat healthy because you're 10 steps away from all these sugary foods. Like there's like one healthy uh, food, uh, like I don't know what to call it because it's not a restaurant, but like a kiosk, whatever in Centro and then three that are yeah. selling the unhealthiest food you yeah. could lay your eyes on. What are you nine times out of ten? Yeah, and that one vegetarian place, Bridges. Like you know, don't get me wrong. I liked some of their food, but the it it just like the stairwell smelled like (laughs) yeah um, a frog dissection. It was an unpleasant place to go to. Yeah, it it was weirdly like like in the middle of campus, so it was like it was fairly far from at least uh, Widen for me. It was a it was a good walk away, and. Central was right. Like I could take an underground, like not even leave the building. Like dead yeah. winter underground um, tunnel <laughs> leads me right into Centro. Why would I go anywhere else? Yeah, it was it was not a ideal situation for first years, and that's really why I wanted to make this podcast because yeah. you know, like no one really knows how to deal with like the their themselves, especially throughout first year. And yeah. if you think about it, like in high school, most people don't even like care about cooking or anything like oh, that no. and just rely on home food. And yeah. you're just thrown into this amount of freedom with a meal card and just say, like, go ham. And it's kind of just like inevitable that people would gain weight and feel and my bad mom about themselves. good about teaching me to cook when I was in high school. It wasn't that I was inept, you know, I could cook. It yeah. wasn't great, but I was, I could make a meal. It was also the fact that you know the the facilities for cooking here were like in, in in residence was so limited and the fact that everyone does it everyone is eating out at all times you know that yeah. it's very rare to meet someone who only cooks for themselves they they don't go out for that often yeah um or don't use their meal card that often the mandatory meal card like i get it and i don't at the same i get why they want a meal card for everyone to make sure everyone has access to food and is able to pay for their food um, up front. So that's, that's only half of it. The other half of it to actually pay for the food facilities on campus because you yeah. know how they take half of your uh, your meal card plan money and then uh, give it to the facilities beginning of the year and then basically dis- give you a discount for 50% for the same off, amount yeah. that they would... Exactly. Yeah. So it, it's I think it's mainly to pay for easiest things to basically uh, preserve on shelves, which is basically unhealthy food, yeah. rich in sugar and fructose yeah. syrup. It's, it's, it's kind of sad because you're such a research in- intensive universities all over Ontario, but they're all basically doing the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it's sad to say, but that's capitalism. Yeah. That, so. That's capitalism, baby. Yeah. 
But yeah. they them giving us those meal cards mandatory. You know, my mom was packing yeah. me food. Um, yeah, like, I would have to cook like cook for myself. Not like, I wouldn't have to cook for something for myself that often. But all that really made like really did was I ended up using my meal card and then also eating the meals that were packed for me because everyone else yeah. was going out and I didn't want to be the only one not, you know, getting something at the, I don't know, exactly like at the library or at, at student center. So I'd be like, all right, I'll get something too. And then I'd go home and then have the thing my mom made for me. Cause I can't let that spoil. Uh, right. You know? And so you, you end up like the whole, everyone's doing it. So you, you want to do it too, or you, you feel like you have to do it too. It's not necessarily about want. Um, right. And you end up, <laughs> Uh, with the freshman 15 and so that's the big joke oh freshman 15 and it normalizes it when it shouldn't be it shouldn't be yeah. a normal thing it should be something like people are desensitized to yeah. it it's like the first joke yeah. i heard about university the first like thing about yeah. university culture i heard when i went there was oh so you're not you you ready for freshman 15 ha 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 freshman 15 freshman 15, yeah. 15. well at that point i'm like oh so i'm going to gain the weight okay everyone does yeah. it but that's not a good thing. That's not something that yeah. should be happening. It's something that does happen. And so it should be looked at. Yeah. Overall, it's, it's, it's not a good thing. And I, and I really thank you for uh, sharing your experience. No. Yeah, it's been a, a whole lot of fun, you know, reminiscing about our, about our yeah. times in university. We do. And this. I hope that people listening. Podcast. We do this anyway. Yeah, honestly. So I, I just hope that people listening can take something away from our experience yeah. and, you know, listen to it before they go into university and realize that, you know, freshman 15 isn't something that should be gained. It's something that you should kind of avoid and yeah. know how to avoid. And yeah. obviously you should, at this point, learn how to do your own research and not just go in there blindsided yeah. and, um, you know, gain the, fresh, gain the freshman 15. Yes, sir. So yes, thank sir. you for your time. And, no worries, uh, buddy. Well, uh, Keep on going. Thank you. All right. So there you go. Um, there's some insight on how Omid and I transitioned through our first year eating habits and how not only our physical health, but our mental health basically changed dramatically. You know, just by being more cautious about what we ate and what we put in our bodies. And um, I just wanted to add some more, you know, signs to back up our journey and some little pointers to kind of just end off the podcast on a good note. Um, one thing I really wanted to touch upon is how much of a huge role the your gut biome really plays in your eating habits because you know research shows that there's a signal pathway from your you know intestines to where your gut is to your brain and if you're not really feeding the bacteria in your gut there's a lot of um, signals being sent to your brain that kind of says that you're still hungry and this basically ties back into how sugar plays a role. So obviously sugary foods and processed foods don't really um, feed the, ba- uh, the bacteria in your gut. It's mostly fiber that essentially feeds, feeds the bacteria. And that's, um, that's how you find out that when you eat like apples or oranges, which are, which are the most two filling fruits that were found, um, that really keeps you full for much longer than, for example, uh, a donut, because, you know, you have a donut, then suddenly you want another one and another one. And especially like, you know, the Timbits that you would get on campus, you know, like it's like nonstop, like you can just have 50 of them and feel like you haven't really eaten anything. And that's essentially how it works. Compared to eating that apple, you know, to the 50 uh, Timbits, if you were to have those 50 Timbits, after that, you're, you're not 
those bacteria are still hungry. So you're going to want to eat more. And this is how you sort of start to gain weight through eating so much sugar and processed foods. Because uh, if you don't feel full, then you're just going are going to eat more and you're going to basically add on to the amount of calories that you're eating throughout the day. And that's where it gets dangerous because overall, how you gain weight is basically you're maintaining a calorie surplus. And that's exactly what you don't want to do if you want to, uh, you know, if you don't want to get that freshman 15. If you want to, you know, stay in between the, uh, the bounds of your calories, there's a lot of ways that you can actually calculate what your maintenance calories are. And this is basically the amount of calories that you would you could you would take to maintain the weight that you're at. And if you want to lose weight, you would be in a calorie uh, deficit. So eating less um, less than what you would need to kind of uh, maintain. Therefore, your body would have to pull pull out energy from your stored fats. So essentially, with these sugary foods, the amount of calories in a Timbit compared to a slice of apple is ridiculously like crazy different. Um, a donut could be, could be, um, range between 180 to 200 calories, whereas a single apple is only 80 calories. So as you can see, there's a lot more fiber in that apple compared to the amount of sugar that's in that donut. So what you really want to do is kind of swing back to eating more greens. They're just more raw ingredients in, you know, greens compared to these processed foods. So you really want to stay away from these things and, you know, remind yourself about why, you know, you're making these conscious decisions because there's always going to be those choices on campus. As we talked about, you know, they're everywhere. They're really hard to kind of just um, look away from, especially if you have some friends that um, aren't really on the same boat as you, especially with my case, because, you know, my roommate was eating whatever he wanted and not gaining any weight. He still looked uh, fit. He had that six pack. And on my end, I was, you know, eating all this food, but, you know, gaining weight and moving towards that freshman 15. So overall, you know, you just want to be more mindful, find a support system that works for you, get out there, get some physical um, exercise. And hopefully this podcast can reach out to those first years um, that are about to enter university. You know, um, it's something that I wish that I had, you know, going to first year and knowing how to use my meal card. And hopefully, um, you know, university can make some changes to have more accessible um, ingredients on campus or, you know, maybe even a grocery store on campus, who knows. And overall, you want to make sure that, you know, you're not really blaming uh, your mental health on just, you know, you know, university experience, you know, we all know that university can be hard, but like personally, I didn't know that what I ate would affect my mental health. And I only noticed, you know, until like second year and third year when I moved off campus and had to buy my own groceries. And, you know, that nutrition class really came through for me because, you know, I, I essentially learned that what I was eating was making me more depressed and less motivated to, you know, leave the house, go to the gym or, you know, start working on my projects. I was procrastinating a lot more. And so I really want to share this um, experience and knowledge with you guys, because I know a lot of first years don't have the ability to take nutrition classes away before. So this is just to reach out to everyone, you know, do your research because um, mental health is, is a big, big thing in university. You want to make sure that you're healthy mentally and uh, physically to be able to, you know, tackle those courses, get those grades and hopefully, uh, you know, 12 all your courses. So there you go. Um, I hope that this helps out, uh, the first years going into university and look out for, um, episode two. Take care guys.